When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. From the fifth quarter studio in Madison, Wisconsin. Madison, Wisconsin. You're listening to the Five Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast with our host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Five Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast. Before we jump in today and do our great topic, I want to give a big shout out to teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. If you're looking for handouts, you're looking for research, you're looking for one on one coaching, you're looking for office hours. If you're looking to become a better basketball coach, teachhoops.com is your answer. Let's head off to the podcast. Hi, Coach. Do you have a favorite? Now, I don't necessarily – I don't do as many drills, per se, as I used to in practice. I do a lot more of, of small side – anyway. But do you have a specific thing or a drill you do in practice that you would want to share with the audience? Well, you know, everybody's always looking for rebounding drills and – this is the only re- rebounding drill we do every day. We do it day one, and uh, we do it till the end of the season. Uh, we had, I think, I always write the number of practices we have. When we had like 50 practices last year, well, f- practice number 50 before we went into the tournament, we're doing this rebounding drill because we've always prided ourselves on being a good rebounding team. And, uh, and do you think your team? Do you think your team in your league is a better rebounding team than other teams? Oh yeah, okay. I, I think if you ask any coach in our district, they would tell you that uh, we're pretty good defense with most years, and uh, we're good rebounding. We're really good offensive rebound because we know we're going to miss most of our shots, and we know to go get it. So. We're really good at that. Our kids know that, we, especially when certain players shoot, we're hammering it. But uh, what we do is it's uh, – last year we had 16 players in the program, so they we pair them up. I pair them up. That's part of my practice schedule. Uh, when we do drill work, I I, I pair them up. And, that and way. Do, do your pairs change through the season, or do they seem with the same pair for a week? Uh, or they same- They'll change case. It changes due to injury or we're okay. holding somebody out of it. And uh, like uh, this year, our best player is a uh, 
Well, he's a five, six point guard. He's probably the quickest kid we've I've ever coached, had the pleasure of coaching. And uh, he's a real good basketball player. I always put him with the worst player in the program. And uh, the worst kid in the program was probably a five, six kid. And uh, we pair him up and uh, we do the drill two ways. Uh, when we start teaching the drill, that there were four pairs of two on the baseline four pairs of two at the free throw line junctions there. Uh, ball starts on the baseline. You pass it out to uh, the man in front of you at the free throw line. Uh, the person passing it, he's working on closeouts yep. and passing. So he's working on two things. Uh, we don't try to block the shot. We let him shoot it clean. We just get the hand up. Okay. It, it's contested, but they – they shoot it. The other, his partner is just working on screening out. He's going to find that guy because once the shot goes up, the other offensive guy is coming in to rebound, obviously. So uh, if the drill goes like it's supposed to, the two defenders ought to be screening out. They get it. They get the ball and stick it back in for a point right there, a layup. Okay. Uh, but it doesn't work that way all the time. What's going to happen, you get bad shots and – there's long rebounds. So at our place, we never practice out of bounds. There are no out of bounds at Rockwood High School. I love that. We, ne- we never do. Uh, it's amazing because I learned uh, two things from Ricky Bird's song when he was at Northwestern. They never had out of bounds. And uh, we never change colors in our practice jerseys. We never flip. We don't, we're green and white. We don't have that. We don't. We never flip, and if we did flip, it wouldn't matter because they're all the same color. Because uh, we're big on knowing who's on your team. When we scrimmage, you gotta know who's on your team, and when we sub, you gotta know who you're subbing for and who's on your team. So uh, there's no out of bounds, and so what it begins on, you get bad shots. There's no dribbling, so you gotta pass and get open and work with your teammate. And what happens is we play it two ways. Uh, we go to 10 or we go for a five minute uh, time limit, whoever wins. Every drill ends at our place. This is the only drill that we don't shoot a free throw on. What happens is uh, the losers will do a down and back. And that's how we, and you know. Yeah, I think, I think I love that. I, I, and I'll attach this. Coach sent it to me, drew it up. So I'll attach it to, I'll put it in the, in the show notes, but um I love the competition part of it. Like I, I, I spent COVID trying to figure out how I can make just about everything in practice a competition. <laughs> yeah, and you'll be amazed. I mean, it, and uh, it's it's really funny. You know, they they get it's one drill they get excited about doing, and a down and back at our place. You know, we time it, but everybody always makes it. It's no big deal. It's one trip. Right. It, it's more, it's more the mental part. I don't think it's the actual consequence. You know, it's, it's like you do this and this is going to happen. You're not punishing them. You're just saying you lost. So you got to do this kind of thing. Yeah. But you know, nobody wants to be on that losing team. No, and you, no. You'll see. Uh, and what happens is you, if you started out on the baseline, I didn't explain this. You stay on the baseline. You just go to the back of the line. We used to flip flop. Okay. It was just too confusing. And if you're out there at the uh, 
free throw line junction. You stay out there. And then we play uh, teams that shoot a lot of threes. We move them out to the wing areas. And then the defenders will crisscross. They'll pass out to the opposite guy, and they'll crisscross and have to go find them. And that makes it even more game-like. And uh, that that's probably the most competitive drill we have every day. And uh, that's one – I mean, it may be the and most – And do you have do, – did you name it, or did you steal – or did you just call it rebounding? Yeah, I named it. It's called rebounding drill. They all know. <laughs> it's always on the same end of the floor, and uh, – I was on the far end of our drink gym because our assistant coach, I have, I'm blessed. I have uh, six assistant coaches. How many? Six. That, I, I, that, you're, you're in very rare form for that coach. Well, we're a single A school. We, well, we're going to four classifications in Tennessee this year. And we, we just had three. We're a single A school. We have about 400 kids in our school. And, uh, I have, uh, yeah, I've got six assistants. What's amazing about it, our best assistant is uh, she's a female and she was the girl, she's been the girls' coach and she's coached our post for years. She does a great job with them. And then the other five are former players of ours. So they've all been through this. So they know it. Oh, that's they easy. know it. That, well, only thing is bad about it is that. Uh, a uh, couple of them are great. They're not afraid to tell me, hey, you're you're crossing the line, you're screwing right. up, it's not working. You know, the others, they're, I guess they're afraid I'm going to yell at them or something. They, they always say, yes, it, it looks good. You know, we're getting beat by 50. Yeah, it's working. There, yes, I love that. All right, that was perfect. Thanks, Coach. Sports Social Podcast Network. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.